You are now tuned into the Boxing Bros. I'm Caden. I'm here with my co-host. What's and going I'm- on, everybody? It's the Commissioner, Troy Dollar Bill. What's going on, Crooked Finger Salute? This is G. And it's your boy, it's the TBE. Sorry if y'all think I was running late, but I love y'all, y'all. You know, I was just like, <laughs> it happens. Yo, we recording now? No, we recording today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. I guess we could get it popping, man. We got we got seventy people in, man. I can't wait too long because you know. Yeah, not facts, man. Everybody got things to do today, so let's get it popping, man. With the reaction of the fight last night. All right, man. So we're on to our fight reactions, as you know. It was a draw, a split decision draw between Jamel Jamel Charlo and Brian Castillo. And so I want to turn it over to Trill Dollar Bill. What was your reaction to the draw? How did you see the fight? What's going on? We just joking, Rachel. Nobody was talking trash about you, you know that. Although I did say you was out ordering some uh, Jalof rice cakes. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Let's get it in. Um, I seen a lot of people saying robbery. I didn't see no robbery. I seen a tough, good fight, and I seen a tough fight that was really, really hard to score. I had to go back and watch the fight twice. When you watch it, there's a lot of swing rounds. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of swing rounds that can go either way. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at a draw. Or I'm not mad at um, Charlo pulling it out, you know what I'm saying, with uh, at least with one around, getting it by a round or two. The reason why I say this is because he let this guy box him, and then he would try to come on with the last couple of seconds of the end of certain rounds. You know what I'm saying? So if either way, you know what I'm saying? Either you can have it a draw or you can score. At the first time I watched it, I had it up 7-5 for uh, Charlo just because of the early rounds and how dude was coming on the last trying to steal the rounds. Then I watched it again. And then I, I, I actually scored it a draw. So I can have it either way. You know what I'm saying? It were a draw, but Castano did better than what a lot of people thought he would do. And I knew he was going to come in there and give it his all, especially not being able to celebrate his honeymoon. All that, you know. With all that aggression built up, just wanting and wanting and wanting. <laughs> <and warning. laughs> My head go Listen, pop. <laughs> I was like, yo, he's he's going to be in, in a, a tough fight. That guy got all that. He ain't being able to celebrate the honeymoon. Oh, man. Listen, but hey, um. I'm not mad. I thought it was a real good, good fight. I would love to see it again. I'm not mad for a draw. I don't either way. I don't care either way you have it. I don't care. It was just a good fight. It was really a good fight, and I would love to see it again. All right. I'm gonna turn it over to Kaspira G. Yeah. Um. I actually had it a draw, and it was down to me. It was down to the last round, and that's what saved Charlo for me. The reason why is because I felt Charlo chose the wrong strategy. I don't understand why he's the taller guy. He has the reach, but he kept moving backwards, not throwing a jab. Like, and then when he gets like put in the corner, you notice he starts weaving. And I'm like, yo, it to me is weird when I see the taller guy weaving a shorter guy. It's like that's a formula for failure. And what happened? He get he uh multiple times he getting caught with hooks. And I was like, bro, what are you doing? Just Hit him with the jab, jab, set up the jab to to throw some hooks. And like literally, um, what's his name? Um, Derek James. Derek James was giving him sound advice. Like literally, yeah. everything that Derek James was saying, I was saying. I was like, what are you doing? 
Stop moving back. Hit him with the jab. Like, use the jab to set up another shot. Like, stop moving backwards. And so it was like, it was almost frustrating because I was like, oh, man, like, is he fighting off of emotion right now? You know, like, and I don't know, man. It was a great fight, though. It was a great fight. Um, But the the judge that sported uh, 117-111, I couldn't agree with that. I was like, what fight are you watching? That means that fight was just too one-sided, and that wasn't right, you know. Um, now, yeah, my of uh, yeah, that was to me that was wild. But Castano, that's how you say his name, right? You know, I believe Castano, I believe Castano. So Castano, the problem with him though, there was certain rounds what he would do is he'll turn it on in the last thirty seconds and try to steal a round, which yeah. I don't like. So it makes it it's, it kind of makes it hard to score the round. But me, how I do it, I'm like, yo, there's three minutes in the round. If my man is dominating two and a half, I'm going to have to get to the duel with the two and a half, even though at the last moments you're like, you're trying to turn up, try to steal the round. So I was like, I didn't give those rounds to Castano. I gave those to Charlo. But, and to be honest with you, when you look at the fight, this is another reason why I'm like, I felt like it was a draw. Because even if you think Castano won, bro, Castano took punishment, bro. Like, he got battered. You know what I mean? Like, Charlo got rocked like once or twice. But Charlo put a beating on that kid, man. So I thought it was a draw 114-114. I think they should definitely run it back immediately because I would definitely like to see Undisputed, man, for 154. Yeah, man. <laughs> I see it. I see it. <laughs> that, last, that last round to me with the Charlo, man. Like <laughs> TBE. Yes, sir. All right. For this fight, it was like a scene out of a Rocky movie. Like, punches <laughs> just being thrown left and right. Like, it's one minute, somebody's getting punishment. The next minute, it's the, the opposition giving punishment. It's like, this is back and forth. There's so much back and forth going going on in this fight. And honestly, I couldn't pick out a definitive winner. Like, if they were just get, just to give Charlo or give the belt to whoever, this is undisputed. Like, in right here, this was a good fight. And that the fact that the way these fighters is like were performing was it was it was phenomenal. And Castano did some things like that surprised me because I thought I said I said seventh round knockout by Charlo and it was it was nowhere near that. And he almost he he, he wobbled Charlo in like the second third round. So you know this this like I want to see part two. I want to see part two, and I'm not mad at the draw at all. And I see a lot of people saying Cassano was robbed. Now nah, the kid got heart. The kid got grit. The kid, the kid is legit. So, you know, this is this goes to show you, like, hey man, these, these they got it. But I'm going with. Um, I'm, I, I'm glad the draw happened. I'm waiting for part two. Let's make it happen. Like that's it. That's all I gotta say. Part two. Let's make it happen. Yo, the word robbery is starting to be overused, and it's I don't like it. Yeah. Like we've seen robberies in boxing, and a robbery is when everyone in the arena knows who won. Everyone in the arena agrees that this person won, and then the result is read, and everyone is in absolute shock. That didn't happen last night. Everyone was like, "Who won? Who's going <laughs> to win?" Who's going to get the decision? So for people to sit around and say it was a robbery, you're not being real with yourself. A robbery is when even the other guy knows that he lost. Both of those guys weren't confident that they won. 
both of those guys can see the other fighter one round. So it was no robbery. <clears throat> and I hate in the sport of boxing when the guy you like doesn't win, you want to call it a robbery. I even feel like Tyson Fury beat Deontay Wilder in the first fight. However, with the two knockdowns, it's hard to call it a robbery because he would have only had to get two rounds. And you mean to tell me there were no swing rounds in that first fight with uh, Wilder and Fury? So you got to be careful about calling certain fights a robbery. A robbery puts a black eye on the sport. And, and for me, calling this fight a robbery takes away from the fact that we saw two gentlemen Ryan Castaño and Jamel Charlo, who had enough heart to put it all on the line for Undisputed in a close fight that nobody won. But we're saying robbery. We're hurting our own sport. We're, we're down playing a fight with two men, gave it all they had. Castaño had to dig deep, took a lot of punishment. Charlo had to deal with pressure from the opening bell to the final bell. And, and, and withstand that, we sitting here calling it a robbery. So the first thing I want to say is, damn that. It was no robbery. It was a close fight. It was ruled a draw. I can accept that. On my scorecard, I scored it 115-113 for Jamel Charlo. The reason why I scored it for Jamel Charlo is because I believe he was landing the cleaner, more effective punches. I believe that Castaño's work was based off of activity and overwhelming Charlo with punches, but Charlo was picking off a lot of those punches and he mm -hmm. didn't lay clean as Charlo. That's mm -hmm. why when you see the end of the fight, Charlo really didn't look bruised and battered like that, right? And you look at Castaño, Castaño was hurt in that fight several times. It was never a question of, oh man, uh, Castaño might stop Charlo, but they were people were wondering if, if Charlo might stop Castaño. So Castaño was the more hurt fighter uh, in during the bout, and I believe Charlo was landing the more clean, effective punches. Mm -hmm. What you have in the sport of boxing right now is judging is beginning to change. They're beginning to move the goalposts when it comes to judging, right? So now, if you're not the more skilled boxer in the fight, you just got to muck it up. You just got to put pressure. You just got to throw uh, multiple punches. You just got to try to, you know, overwhelm the more skilled fighter with activity and hope that your activity is catching the judge's eye more than the clean effective punches by the better technical boxer which was jamal charlo to me mm -hmm. so i'm gonna say this uh two points and then and then i'm done the first point i want to make is castaño put the pressure he did good work he threw the most punches but those punch stats numbers were very sketchy to me because i watched the fight twice and i saw charlo picking off a lot of those punches where people were getting excited and people were making a lot of noise. But if you watch it and you don't listen to, I forget the guy, the, the bipolar rock and roller, that's, that's his own title that he gave himself. So he has a documentary called the bipolar rock and roller. I can't remember his name. Uh, he was saying that uh, Castaño was landing punches that he never landed. And Charlo was picking them off. So people were getting excited about activity. But remember, activity and throwing punches don't mean that you're landing scoring clean, effective punches. And Jamel Charlo was definitely landing clean, effective punches. That's why he hurt Castaño numerous times. Okay. And now to get to that scorecard. The scorecard that's 117, uh, that 111, crazy. I don't have it that way. But I could see why that judge had it that way. There were two rounds where G pointed out 
Two minutes and 30 seconds into the round, I was like, oh, Charlo got this round. And then Castaño went to work, pressing him, activity, throwing multiple punches. And he landed the better work in that 30 seconds. But if you're a judge who believes that you can't steal a round in the last 30 seconds, you got to stay true to your guns. So if I score fights, right, saying that you can't steal a round in the last 20 seconds, then that judge isn't going to give Castaño credit for winning 20 seconds of a round when he lost the first two minutes and 40 seconds of a round. If that's that judge's explanation, I can see a 117-111 scorecard because I scored at 115-113 for Jamel Charlo, and I gave Castaño two rounds where he basically lost the entire round and only worked in the, in the last 20, 30 seconds. Now, I totally agree with that because the first time I, I watched the fight, I scored it right here. I scored it. 115, 113. Then I watched it again. And I said, let me watch it from a fan's perspective. When I watched it from a fan's perspective, I got a draw. You know why I said I had to watch it from a fan perspective? Because you have to see it, right? From, um, all right. Sometimes people get caught up in a, a situation where you think that somebody is just so good. And then when you see somebody do well against them, like how Madonna did. They say Madonna, he was in seeing Floyd in a situation like that in the wild getting roughed up. So everybody was like, oh, Madonna, Madonna. So they did a rematch. You know what I'm saying? You get to the point where you expect so much from a certain type of fighter. When you see him in a close fight, you start rooting, uh, especially if you don't like the guy's antics, you start rooting for the other guy. It's just, it's just the duality of man. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just in you. You know, you see somebody that's on top, and he's supposed to be the man that's on top, so you start giving certain rounds to the other guy. You know what I'm saying? So I can see it. So that's why I said I, I watched it twice. The first time I watched it, and I didn't watch it with Katie. I scored the fight 115-113. Then I watched it as a fan, and I scored it as a draw. It definitely, it definitely was not no robbery. It was a tough, tough fight. All right, can you go back to one uh – Someone made a point. Um, I think it was Andre uh, Andre G. I don't. I can't remember about if you stagger someone. Can you go back to that real quick? Yeah, beating beating. Just because he got staggered means he got a beating. He got staggered means he got hurt. Can you can you at least admit that? Right, you don't stagger for no reason in a boxing ring. So if you get staggered, that means you got hurt. So you count the number of times that. Jamel Charlo staggered Castaño, and you do the comparison, you can see who was hurt more, mm -hmm. right? There was even one round that could have arguably been a 10-8 round for yeah. Jamel Charlo because he whooped yeah. Castaño so badly. Yeah, so that's I, I debated that round. I was like, yo, should I get yeah. a Even though he never got dropped, he got violated. You know what I mean? So I was really, like, debating, should I give it a 10-8? I decided to give it a 10-9. You, know? you know, I respect Castaño, and I actually think – you know, if you're Jamel, this is a good thing because it shows how good this guy was. And people were bringing up his victory over Earl Spence in the amateurs. And I didn't do much research on it, but I heard that, like, he gave – Castaño gave Earl Spence a pretty good whooping in the amateurs. Yeah, he beat him. He yeah, beat him. but I, I, heard, I heard that, like, he dropped him, like, twice or something like yeah. that. Oh, um, I, don't, I don't like being that gossip guy. So I didn't look this up, and I can't verify that. But that's what people were saying. Um, 
and and, and I'm I'm with you, uh, Arlette. I mean, I scored it one fifteen, one thirteen for J- for Jamel. But yeah, that fight was either a draw or either fight about one point. To act like it's a robbery is absurd. But to get back to it, Castano showed how good he is. So you got to look at Jamel and say this guy's fighting Tony Harrison. He's fighting Jason Rosario after that guy uh, took J Rock out. He's fighting uh, Erickson Lubin, and you just saw how good Erickson Lubin was in, in his last performance. And, and even prior to that, like, this guy is fighting good fighters back to back to back. So how can you stun on Jamel? This brings the question that I say. People say they want to see the best fight the best, but then when the best fight the best and you get a close decision or you get a draw on a close decision, people want to act like it was a robbery. That doesn't inspire people to want to fight the best. That doesn't inspire people to want to do things because it doesn't matter what they do. You don't give them any credit. Especially when you don't like somebody. (laughs) Yeah, all right, so let's go to the next one, though. So, next topic. Who has the edge in the rematch, Castano or Charlo? Trill, dollar, bill. Based on what you saw last night um, and what you know about the sport of boxing and mm-hmm. and, and just basically your feeling, mm-hmm. Trill Nostradamus, mm-hmm. uh, who would have the edge if they had a rematch? Um, Charlo's stopping him. This this fight right here, I said it was going to this, the rematch. He's going to stop Castano's. Because Daniels is going to already uh, celebrate his honeymoon. So it's going to be a different type of fighter. You know what I'm saying? It's a different type of fighter. Ladies are going to be different. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm just all jokes aside. I think that uh, Charlo is going to go back. He's going to be frustrated at his performance because I think he overthinked it. Like like uh, when we're in the gym, right? You know what I'm saying? And we, we're, doing, we're doing work. Sometimes instead of letting my punches flow, you know what I'm saying? I start to tend to think it overthink it and it, it starts looking weird you feel me so i i think just like what charlo was in there when he was throwing punch i think he was doing too much thinking in there and not just letting the punches flow so i think when he gets in there this next time he might stop him you know what i'm saying he might stop him and i actually guarantee that i think i know that he's going he's going to stop him all right that data he's going to go in there he's going to stop him conspiracy g yeah, um, I actually agree with Trill on this one. If if Charlo could listen to Derek James and actually listen to his trainer and watch the tape and realize he was the one who lost this fight. It wasn't, and no disrespect to Castano, but Charlo didn't fight the right fight. If Charlo watches it and he goes like, damn, I should have been listening to my corner, I guarantee you the next go around when Charlo sets up the jab, refuses to move back, and, and and keeps him with the authoritative jab and then followed by a hook. And remember, yo, Charlo's one two was working. You know, like the jab followed by the straight right was connecting a lot during that fight. And he just adds one more hit, like a hook to the body, left hook to the to 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 the, the body or whatever. He'll take him out there, man. He'll he'll get him out of there early. So I think for for the um rematch, definitely Charlo has a major edge because I felt like he did it to himself. All right, uh, TBE. Man, it's up in the air for me. I can't, I can't even pick one out of this because last fight, I chose Charlo. Didn't go the way I wanted to go. So really, this fight, it's really a picking fight. The second fight's really a picking fight for me. So I'm a, I'm just gonna. It, it's up. I got to see the second training camp. I got to see how these fighters look when it, up to the 
press conference, pre like when they're doing a rematch and everything, when the date's set, then I have my, my I have my pick by then. But right now it's it's up in the air. They, they both really they both really look like they both wanted this fight last night. A lot was on the line. So I see what comes when undisputed is on the table. Like you gotta bring your best. Yeah, so that was one of the things that was being said by the commentators at the end of the fight is that they hope that uh, the mandatories don't get in the way of a rematch. And as you know, man, I, I see people, and I saw this one guy left a comment. It was a really good comment because he broke down the rules and he was saying how, like, we should look up the rules. And the whole thing that I'm trying to explain to you is with these sanctioning bodies, there are no rules. The rules are whatever they want to do. And if they, it, 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 and even with their rules, they'll make an exception to the rule. I'll, I'll, I'll cite you the WBC, for example. Uh, the WBC wanted to make uh, Loma versus uh, Teofimo Lopez undisputed, and that's exactly what they did. Went against what they said weeks before. Like, oh, you can't be undisputed with the franchise championship belt, but somehow Teofimo Lopez is known as the undisputed champion at 135 pounds. So, oh, so my so, bad. But Showtime didn't acknowledge him last night when they showed the, the undisputed list. He wasn't on there. I'm just saying. Well, Showtime, it benefits them not to do it. And again, this goes to the issue at hand. They don't want to recognize the WBC. Remember, uh, at one point, Showtime was like, they're not even going to acknowledge the WBO belt. Like they called it out. Um, they called it Bob Arum's belt. So what I'm getting at is these sanctioning bodies do whatever they want. As you saw, the WBO was willing to let Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury fight. And then all of a sudden they come in and they're like, so spare me with these stupid rules with these sanctioning bodies. These sanctioning bodies do whatever for the money. They do whatever for the money. And if you remember, you know, it, I mean, like I said, it is, it is what it is. So getting back to this, who would have the edge in the rematch? Well, you have to look at it like this. In my opinion, and based on what I saw, when Jamel Charlo was on the attack and he kept Castaño on the back foot, he hurt him. He rocked him. He was going to get him out of there. Uh, I do believe Castaño had some pop, and I do believe Castaño landed enough punches to make Jamel Charlo weary of selling out and going all out for the knockout. And that's why when he had him hurt, he couldn't get too reckless and he couldn't get too careless because Castaño was returning fire and Castaño definitely hit Charlo with enough to let him know you know, you don't want to come in here careless because it's hot in here. So um, with that being said, I do think that if Jamel Charlo, what I don't what I didn't see from Jamel and I was looking for it. And you can you guys can correct me if you're wrong. Right. He never really stepped in behind the jab. He was jabbing, but he wasn't trying to push Castaño back, like stepping in behind it. He never stepped in with a double jab and through the right hand. Um, he. And, and even when Castaño would get him on the ropes, he would try to weave. And in my mind, I'm like, why weave? Just wrap him up. Just wrap him up and hold him. Bro, I spent the whole fight. I'm like, yeah, just hold him. He can't get his work off. Get your, get your shots in and then just hold him and make the ref break it up. And then when the ref says, oh, stop holding, I'm going to take a point, that's when you weave a few times and then go right back to holding him. I just don't understand why he allowed um, Castaño to work on the ropes. So I think if they do a rematch, what you'll see is Jamel working in the center of the ring when they get to the ropes, clinching them, holding them, uh, working on that. Uh, in addition to that, I think he should, he's going to work on just 
keep Castaño on the back foot. Castaño needs to be coming forward. He needs to get you on the ropes. And so I think if Jamel does those things, he'd win easy. I think, honestly, Jamel has more room to approve than Castaño. Castaño is who he is. He needs he needs help from Charlo. He needs Charlo to stay on those ropes. He needs Charlo to not hold him. He needs Charlo to uh, do certain things in order for him to win. Yeah, holding is illegal and boring, but guess what? It's a part of the sport, and that's what you do. There's a lot of things that are boring, too, like sitting around being a punching bag and only fighting 20 seconds of the round, but you're okay with Castaño doing it. All right, hold on. It's just, it's, nah, it's just, hey, man, listen, sometimes, right, I learn in life, if you guys in the, in the conversation, y'all are just reiterating it for me. It's not who's right. It's who's right. <laughs> That's you said what, bro? <laughs> now nah, that's what it comes down to. It's not who's right, it's who's liked. <laughs> it's who you like more? It's not who's right, it's who's liked. <laughs> that's what I'm learning, man. That's what I'm learning. <laughs> yeah. All right. So next up, we got um. <laughs> gives the PBC a deadline to make the Canelo verse plan. Hold on, let me just share my uh, screen. I'm pessimistic. Before you get out of here, about Caleb Plant. And, and Canelo Alvarez, only because I'm starting to see this Baturbiev light heavyweight thing on, on, on social media and people are talking about it. Like, the backup plan is seems like it's starting to become the, the first plan. Or am I wrong? Uh, no, I don't think you're wrong. I mean, it's, it's definitely our plan A is Caleb Plum. You know, we've made the team an offer. They've been back talking about, you know, I think it's, as I've said to you all along, you know, our... You know, that side would want to do the fight on, on Fox. You know, our offer is to do the fight on the zone. Um, I think that certainly if that fight is not made this week, then that fight will not be happening in September. And the reason that we talk about Bivol and Better Bierben, because that's who he's going to fight if he don't fight Caleb Plant. Mm. So, you know, we've made the message quite simple to those guys, which is just, you know, we want an offer. If, if you want us to do that fight on Fox, we want an offer to do that fight, just that fight, on Fox, and that will be considered. And we have no problem doing that. Um, but we are running low on time now. And, you know, whilst Canelo is knocking in birdies and, and winning every gold tournament across America, um, sooner or later, like today, he's going to go back into camp in San Diego and say, right, who am I fighting? And we're going to say, well, this is where we're up to with this, and these other options are all ready to go. So basically what's happening is Eddie Hearn sent the contract for Canelo versus Plant for it to be on the zone. But Al Heyman and PBC want the fight to be on Fox. So Eddie Hearn said, okay, we'll make us an, make us an offer. So PBC made an offer to Canelo, $100 million for three fights. And that's their offer. What Eddie, what Eddie Hearn is saying is, we don't want your offer for three fights. We want your offer for one fight with Caleb Plant. And if you don't give us that offer for one fight with Caleb Plant by the end of today, which is uh, July 18th, then we're going to move on and fight someone else. So the issue here is Caleb Plant's team doesn't want to fight on the zone. They want the fight to be on Fox. Eddie Hearn's willing to let the fight happen on Fox, but... PBC's offer is a three-fight deal for $100 million, and Eddie Hearn only wants a one-fight deal with Caleb Plant. 
And so that's what's holding things up right now. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to you, Trill Dollar Bill. What do you make of this situation? What's your thoughts? Be scared. <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> no boxing, no life. We all know what's going to happen in that fight. They just want to make sure that they're well compensated on the back end. And I ain't mad at it. Caleb Plant's trying to get as much money as he possibly can from this brutal beatdown he's about to take. And PBC wants to make sure that they got some money coming in on the back end because they're about to lose that IBF belt. That's all this is. Cut and dry, straight to the point. You know what I'm saying? PBC, they know that they about to lose this belt and they and their little stock that they got at 168. So they're trying to get some money, make sure that they would be okay. And I'm not mad at them. But it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. Let Caleb Plant go out here and and and, and, and let Canelo be undisputed. The first uh Mexican undisputed at once 168. Let's go make that happen. That's all I gotta say. What's up, Barlett? I see you. I agree with Hearn on this. They're trying to get Canelo in a package deal. And I don't think that's fair. If if Canelo just wants to become undisputed, he just wants plant. You know what I mean? But you know, Al Heyman's like, yo, it ain't it ain't that simple, fam. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're gonna have to do a little, you're gonna have to help us out. Scratch my you know, scratch your back, I scratch whatever, you know how that's scratch my back, I scratch yours. Exactly, yeah. And you know, Hearn is like Yo, why do we need to do that, bro? We just want that one belt, you know, which rightfully so. It makes sense, you know. Um, but, however, to say that um, Clint doesn't have leverage, he actually does have leverage because he has the last Infinity Stone, you know. Now, Canelo could be like, you know, forget Undisputed, but why? Why would he do that? You know what I mean? He's this close. Like, and it's not like, let's just be real. And I, and I like Clint. I like Caleb Clint a lot. Yo, come on, man. He's fooled for Canelo. You know what I mean? So it's like, like they know they're about to lose the belt. So they're like, all right, yo, listen, we're gonna lose this belt, man. We need we need Canelo for like a three, four, five, ten fight deal over here at PBC. It's just like, come on, fan. He's clearly signed with the zone, you know. Um, so yeah, I, I just feel like PBC is they're using that belt to kind of negotiate a bigger bag, you know. Um, and you know, plant, and I don't think it's this is plant, obviously. I think it's Al Heyman and, and the PBC management that's trying to uh, trying to set this up. But I think plant is just like, hey, I think yeah, plant said like, as long as I get ten million, <laughs> I'm gonna take that fight. You know, and and I think yo, ten million. To be honest with you, um, rightfully so. I mean, yo, Canelo's hurting people, ripping biceps, taking rib cages, like man. <laughs> you know what I mean? If, if you gonna fight Canelo, get, get compensated. So. I'm not mad at playing for acting for 10 million. And if it's, and to me, if it's uh, Canelo versus plant pay-per-view, I think he can get that money. If it's on the zone, I don't know if the zone's willing to pay him that type of, uh, that, that type of bread. You know what I mean? Exactly. They probably, maybe Max will probably like, oh, we'll give you five. You know what I mean? But so that's why I think it should be on Fox, like Fox pay-per-view um, just because, you know, the, the pay-per-view money could uh, supplement the difference, you know? And Cadence out here, so Ned, man, you up. All right. So I was going to go forward with this, but I'm going to keep it simple. I feel PVC is just trying to, like, you know, stretch the dollar. But, you know, it is what it is. At the end of the day, you can't, you can't sabotage 
uh, Caleb, because y'all want to make extra money, or if they if the price is not right, the fight's off. It's like you, you Caleb wants to make. If Caleb knows it's gonna be the biggest payday of his life. But yo, let's you see. Hmm? Oh no, I just want to answer the question. So what? Uh, what? Uh, Canelo gonna be eating? Uh, potato salad. That's what he. <laughs> We're raisins. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, nah, but before, like, I mean, it look like he'll put some adobo or some some or something in his uh, salad. Mm. Listen, like, we did we lose G? G, you that? G, ah, oh, we lost G. G, you that? Man, my boy, he good. Go, came down there. You know what I mean? Give me a second. Let's part of me. I don't, I don't think the PBC. I don't think Caleb would let the PBC sabotage. His payday, like they did water, and I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to bring up water's mess and anything like that. But I think they trying to capitalize off that missed loss, like when they was offered that hundred twenty mil three deal fight or whatever. They want they trying to they trying to rec- get it back on this. But you know, I think it's, I think the fight's gonna go down. Whatever um, Eddie and his crew throw at PVC and Al Heyman, they're gonna accept it. So you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, Arlette. Thank you, Arlette. You know what I'm saying? You know mm-hmm. what it is. But I'm not taking none of that apple cider stuff. <laughs> but I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just working out all the time, two a days. And I don't drink alcohol no more. You know, it's been six months. Good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Six months on the 12th, you know? So I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah, you. I thought you. Follow, you don't follow me on Instagram, all that. You need to follow me on Instagram. Y'all can see you my. Need to follow, follow all of us on Instagram. Yeah, you know exactly. You gotta follow the follow bros. Boston bros, help us. Follow the Boston Bros on Instagram. You gotta follow Caden on Instagram. You gotta follow Ned on Instagram. You gotta follow, is G on Instagram. Or you gotta follow G on Twitter. If you, you gotta follow G, G, you gotta follow me on Twitter. On Twitter. G's on Twitter. Out the Boston Bros. You know what I'm saying? And I'm at Ray Trilogy on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to do this five part series. All right, let's go. What's All up? Right. What's the next? What's our next subject that we on right now? G, you did. <laughs> the next one is who should Canelo fight next if a deal don't go down? Hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna ask y'all. What's this? I'm gonna ask y'all. Um, thank you, Rachel. Thank you so much. Um, this is how I look at it. I want to ask the people in the comment section. Um, who do y'all want to see Canelo fight next? If we can't get the fight with um, Plant, who do y'all want to see um, Canelo fight with? I'm seeing people say Vol. I like that. I like that fight. Bavold, better be involved, Triple G. You know what? Gabroto, that would be that would that be but uh he moved up to 175, but that would be a good fight for Mexico. Cash in, mm-hmm. I see you. I see you, you Ramirez. That would definitely be a good fight. All these. Well, Benavides got a fight coming up. David Benavides got a fight coming up. So they probably won't be able to make that fight. 
Super G. David Benavidez. David Benavidez got a fight coming up, so they ain't gonna be able to make that happen. Who who's uh I like that? I like that fight though. Saul Alvarez against um Ramirez, Gilbert uh Ramirez. I like that. Gilberto Ramirez, I love that fight for Mexico. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. You see what I'm saying? That's where we went. We're going to get to Roley. I can't wait to get to Roley. I can't wait to get to Roley. Nah, I agree. I would love to see it. Shut up, boo boo. You know? I would love Canelo Shep, all his haters, yo. All the all the fans that keep saying his names, I would love Canelo take on all of them. But would you say all that? You say uh, Andre at one sixty? You know that'd be good. Shoot, I, hey, listen, look, I can make one sixty. I'll take the fight. Give me a couple million. Me and my bros will show up. <laughs> First body shot, I'm falling. Yo, can Canelo have any belts at one sixty? No. Nah, nah, yo, you come up to 168, boo. Come to 168, get that smoke. Yeah, that's how it should be. Somebody put you should fight Wilder. You guys are crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what? Hey, he's that guy. Kate <laughs> <laughs> is crazy, yo. <laughs> hey, that'd be crazy, yo. That'd, that'd be, be crazy. crazy. And yeah. that but- Canelo over the top. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's happened before. Uh, a smaller guy has fought a heavyweight before. I remember there was an exhibition fight between Thomas the Hitman Hearns and I believe Muhammad Ali back in the days. Oh, I agree. 100. Yeah. Just if you want to fight, don't make you a hater. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. Now y'all getting crazy. Right. Did y'all answer the question, though? Who should uh, Canelo fight next? Nah, we, I, I point that to the um, conversation. I wanted to see who they think. But everybody had great uh, great ideas, and I agree with uh, a lot of y'all, except for... <laughs> oh, you want to fight me? That's what you're saying? Oh, I just, I just, I mean. just because someone wants to fight. Arlette, come on. Right, what I do to you, Arlette? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Nah, but, yo, to answer the question, though, I, I would say David Benavidez at one sixty eight. You know, but David Benavidez got a fight coming up. Mm-hmm. Come on, man! When it comes to Canelo, everything stops. Got to you know what they're going to say? They're going to be like, "What fight?" You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> come on, man! They can make that happen, man. It's Canelo, you know. But and the reason why is because I mean, salute to what's the dude's name? Uh, Bevel and then and, and the other Eastern European guy. But yo, they're not really known like that, so. I mean, on the zone, that's cool because the zone, you know, it's not pay-per-view, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But if if they go on the Fox route or whatever, yo, David Benavidez has a big name. Oh, that's not big, but he still has a big enough name. He's respected in 168. Yeah. You know, um, he had a rivalry with Caleb Plant. He's a big dude. You know, people want to see that. And he's Mexican-American, yeah. so that fight will just sell out, you know? Yeah, so, but they ain't going to do it. I, yo, I think they would. I think I would, cool. I would like to see that fight, but it's not going to happen. And you know who's a, a safer fight and got a belt is that one seventy five, and and Demetrius Bavol. I really, honestly, at first, I thought he would be a problem. He'd be too big and stuff like that for Canelo. I actually think Canelo will beat him. I actually think he would. Off the Benavidez, I mean David Benavidez, and and or uh, other dude uh, Bavol. I mean, not Bavol, uh, what's the other dude's name? 
Arthur. It's <laughs> Arthur and David. Those guys are big, strong guys. I think before we can, Demetrius Duvall, we can, we can, we can beat him. Canelo can take him out. Yeah, y'all hate him, man. Benavidez, I'm telling you, man. Nah, Benavidez, I'm trying to say. This is what I'm trying right, to say. The comments, the comments, they violate yeah. me talking about my man crush. Pause. You know oh, yeah. <laughs> you always trying to get him a fight, though, G. You always oh, man, man. Yo, you got to respect talent when you see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, like, I like Benavidez, but Benavidez has to prove that he deserves another shot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You've been he, got, he has to show he's dedicated to the sport. You know what I'm saying? You got to make sure that you're serious. You got to show mm-hmm. people that you're serious. You know what I'm saying? I mean, ain't his next fight at 160? Off the better beef. That's what I'm talking about, all that. You've been reading yeah, right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If That's make, the fight. If, if Benavidez can make 160 for his next fight, I think that shows his dedication. That's going to be really, really hard for him. I mean, and not to mention, I think he'll be at a major uh, weight disadvantage. You know, he's going to have to drain himself just to make that weight. So I think that shows that, yo, he's serious about his career, you know? I think that Zordo fight would be a good fight, but I think he just fought recently, Mark. I think he just fought recently. So I don't, I don't think I think they won't be able to make that happen. But I think that, that that fight would be huge. You know what I'm saying? But so I right now I can I can see uh uh Boval, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, getting in there. Yeah, these dudes crazy, man. Yo, Mr. T you different, man. You know I oh, mean? <laughs> uh. He says Canelo whoops on anyone he wants at the moment. I mean, I, I can't even hate on that, man. Canelo the man, pound for pound. He's my number one fighter in the sport right now. Canelo mm-hmm. to his uh, dad. That's yo, y'all are crazy, man. Uh, where y'all? Yeah, for fight. Let me go. Uh, <laughs> what is it? I feel, I feel like Canelo could take on. I, I feel like Canelo wants to move up. So I feel like he could take on, who is it? Badu. Uh, I wouldn't say like the top, like, yeah, Gilberto Ramirez. Joe, um, the top three, I got to see I got to see him like in that division first. He did t- he did beat Sergey Kovalev, which like solidified him. I was already like, why? Wow, but like, you know, Marcus Brown. Uh, and maybe a, 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 a clean Jean Pascal, but. If he doesn't get the um Caleb Plant fight, a Benavides fight would be dope too as well. But you know, I think Benavides still has a lot to prove, like Joe said, and Benavides is was on the slippery slope. But you know, also, yeah, I I I know Charlo Charlo was calling him out, but after that performance last night, I don't think Charlo's ready for that type of like competition. So those are just a few competitors I think he could take on. As of now, and AJ, and I'm gonna throw that out there too. AJ, it's like it's the wild card. It can happen. AJ, <laughs> G, stop shaking your head. The day it happens is the day I get Anthony all my riches. Huh? God bless you. <laughs> okay. Man, I, I don't see no 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 problem for Canelo. I'm with I'm with all that. The only person I see giving him a little bit of trouble is that the guy right now off the better beams. I think that that would be the only competition for him right now between uh, 160, 168, 175. I just think Canelo's just that good. I would love to see Oscar De La Hoya versus uh, Canelo. Hey, bro, back in town. Let's let's get to the uh, the, the one I want to hear here, bro, talk about. What's our next, our next topic? Oh, uh, hold on, hold on. He didn't uh, – uh, 
Yo, Kayla, you want to answer the question? Uh, who should Canelo fight next if uh plant uh, the plant deal doesn't uh isn't made? Can you hear us? Yeah, he's trying to get right. He's trying uh, to get right. He's still connecting. All right, yeah, yeah, let's just hop on to the next topic and then, uh, yeah, that, you know, that's his one. Yeah, all right, hold on one second. All right, so as we now know that the, the Fury Wilder 3 has been moved to October 9th. Let me just share my screen. Uh, they made it official. So, yeah, so uh, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder Trilogy Showdown rescheduled for October 9th at the T-Mobile Arena. So what's everybody's thoughts? On well, there's been a number of things in regards to this move. You know what I mean, uh, why did they move? Why October 9th? You know, like, so what's everybody's thoughts, man? Let me, I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna start off with Ned on this one, man. Listen, I don't know why they switched it up. I didn't even read to get to read the article, but listen, I'm gonna say here right now the fight's not gonna happen, the fight's gonna get pushed again. As we all know, in America, numbers is rising. I don't even, I don't, even, you know, I don't speak the boogeyman's name, yeah, but the numbers is rising. Knock on wood, man. What's wrong with you? That's all I'm saying, yo. I, I just hope. I just, I'm just say it's not gonna happen, and G gonna owe me some pushups. That's I'm gonna keep it at that. Simple, plain and simple. G gonna owe me some pushups. It's gonna happen in 2022. That's all I'm saying. Right. After the winner. Got pushed back because nobody wants to see this fight. They know nobody wants to see this fight. I don't want to see the fight. And that's all I got to say about that. Well, man, quick. You know what I'm saying? Hold on. Oh, we got Caden back. Oh, you still can't hear us? Bless you. Bless you, brother. All right, so I I go until um um Kaden gets his uh, audio uh down pack. All right, so clearly to me, y'all knew I always thought Tyson Fury was a liar, especially with that whole COVID thing. You know what I mean, and now I think we now know that he was a uh, if he wasn't lying, you know Bob was at the very least because we were told he was fully vaccinated. Then they were like, oh, nah, he's not fully vaccinated. He only took the first shot, but he didn't take the second shot. But at the same time, he got reported positive, but then he's around everybody. But they're like, oh, but he doesn't have any symptoms. But nonetheless, he's supposed to self-quarantine, I think, for like at least two weeks. So all of this is a major problem. And then I'm going to take it a step further, right? Now, at this point, I kind of feel like, hold on a while this part of the scam 2G, I actually agree with you, Arlette, on this one. Because I was like, yo, hold on. How come Wilder isn't really speaking about it, right? Like, unless they're all in cahoots. And this is where my conspiracy bag comes in. I honestly believe it was the ticket sales, you know? And on top of that, the ticket sales links to the promotion of the fight and pay-per-view numbers. There's a number of things that they can't afford to take another L. So ESPN and, uh, and Fox, right? Remember in the rematch, well, the first fight, they only made what they sold like 3,000, I think 3,250,000 pay-per-view buys. Second fight, they only sold 800,000. But Bob, out his own mouth, said it, anything below 2 million pay-per-view buys is a flop. And then Fox and ESPN said they needed to make, they needed to sell at least 1.1 million just to break even. 
right? So now they fell short because they only sold 800,000. So then now they took an L in the first fight and in the second fight. So for me, especially if you've seen the promotion for the second fight, they you could tell they put millions of dollars into the promo from the, the all the commercials, the, the features. There was a number of things that they pumped into it. But in this fight, there was barely any promo. They only did one uh, press conference, you know, the one where Wilder didn't say a word uh, pretty much. You know, and so I think all of that played a factor into the ticket sales and that would play a factor into the pay-per-views. And so if you was ESPN and Fox, would you want to go through with a fight uh, for next week? Knowing that there's not really a buzz like that, you'll be like, ah, you know, let me let me push this back a little bit and try to give me some time to promo. You know, so I think that's what's really going on. And I feel like they just said, hey, Tyson Fury, they called him like, yo, you got COVID, bro. He's like, oh, what are you talking about? I'm like, yo, you heard me? Call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got COVID, yeah. You know what was the funniest thing, too? You remember, you know, like months back, we did that segment on, um, on Joseph Parker. Oh, he had to back out of a fight because of a, a spider bite. And I was like, get out of here, yeah. bro. He lying. He was on the juice. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so it's just funny. This same character, you know, who allegedly also was uh, who had COVID from the Fury camp, is out here chilling, you know, going to Conor McGregor fight, stunting on the gram. You know what I mean? So it's just like, y'all dudes didn't even get y'all lives in order. Like, and so to me, it's like, you knew you was going to get caught unless they sincerely just didn't care. They were just like, yo, who, who really cares? Like, you got Tyson Fury out here taking uh, flicks with people, with fans and everything. That tells me it's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 I got COVID. Then come back later, so I'm like, oh, I took a second test, and they said I'm negative. So why is it pushed back all the way to October? Yo, man, it's a hustle, man. And hold on, tickets were selling? Hmm, I hear you. But and we're going to actually talk about uh, tickets in the next segment. But, Kaden, you in the building? Yes, sir. All right, so, yeah, Kaden, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, man, I think my neighbors figured out I was still in their Wi-Fi. Might be time for me to. Uh, yeah, I gotta show you how to bootleg, man. <laughs> I was just joking. That, that is that serious. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, man, this fight being moved to October 9th. If you subscribe to the, to the fact that Tyson Fury was making up a story, then you believe it was done for a reason. The question is, what was that reason? Oh, I believe personally that no one's complaining about this fight being moved because they feel like they can make more money and they don't and they'll have less to compete with by moving this fight to October 9th. The Olympics start on July 23rd and there's the world in general. There's going to be a lot of intrigue and other events and other things taking place. And people aren't particularly excited to see a fight. Um, a trilogy in a match where we all feel like m most of us, we know what's going to happen. Um, to me, like I said, the only outcome that could shock me is Deontay Wilder winning. So if Tyson Fury fights him again and he wins again, it's just, it's just going to be like more of the same. Most people be believe that he won the first fight. He stopped Wilder in the second fight, made his corner throw in the towel. And if he wins the third fight, it would be basically the biggest waste of time in the history of boxing. The three fights that never needed to take place. We only really needed two, but they gave us the third one for no reason. Uh, so for me, I think they moved it 
to October 9th because they would have to compete with lefts, particularly the Olympics and other events. And on October 9th, they felt like it was a more safe date. Um, I don't want to speak on people pretending and faking to have um, a virus that killed so many people globally because I feel like that could potentially be spun as me being disrespectful or whatever. But you do have to look at uh, the fact that you're announcing that these people uh, contracted this virus, but then they're out in public. And it's my understanding that I, I think I read somewhere that that Fury tested negative now. So if he's tested negative now and at the end of the day, man, I, I do believe that Wilder's OK with the fight being moved. Fury's OK with the fight being moved. The public, you know, the the. Probably the 700,000 people that are interested in this fight, they're upset, but most people don't really care. So, you know. All right, let's get to the next topic. Oh, man, these comments are crazy. So now let's talk about the ticket sales for Fury Wilder 3 and how the prices increase. So first let me share – hold on, hold on. I'm going I'm, I'm to share two things with y'all. So give me one second. So shout-out to uh, Chris Williamson. He actually took a screenshot of this is the original ticket prices for when it was scheduled for Saturday, July 24th. And as you can notice, premium floor seats, like these are the, the up-close seats, it was just $3,505, right? Um, they were $2,505, $2,005, dollars And I believe like the lowest price was around $500. Now, for October, oh sorry, let's get this. Now, the the cheapest ticket is three hundred seventy nine dollars. Shout out to that. But when you're looking at the floor seats, hold on, let me. I'm still scrolling. So, wait a minute. All right. So the the premium ones, as you can see, is forty five thousand five hundred one. The cheapest floor seat, I believe. Y'all yeah, can see my screen, right, when I'm, when I'm scrolling yeah. The cheapest is $3,144. That's the cheapest. Remember, the the previous fight, the, the most expensive, or the previous scheduled um, one for July was, like, around 3000 something Starting price for the floor is $3,144. So what's everyone's thoughts on the extreme price increase of this fight. I'm going to go with Trill. You know, it, it feels good to be uh, catered for the day. You know what I mean? So, All right. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna that means I'm going to be deep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to save some time and energy on this segment. Nobody wants to see this fight. Nobody wants to see this fight. That's my answer. Nobody wants to see this fight. That's why they're making the ticket so high so they can make up for the money that they're about to lose because nobody wants to see this fight. I'm done. <laughs> Perfect answer. All right. Man. <laughs> nah, I agree Hold with on, you. Nobody wanted... you, gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta give Trill another one after that one. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> you gotta, you Trill, gotta follow up. You gotta follow up with Trill. <laughs> Trill, man. All right, so you, you, nobody wants to see this fight. Do are you? Do you feel like they're going to postpone this fight again, possibly? I I don't even want to talk about this fight, yo. This this is hard. 
Y'all want to see this fight? I don't want to see this fight, bro. I don't want to see. I don't care if they postpone it to next year, I mean, two years, or I don't want to see this fight postpone it forever. Nobody want to see this fight. These guys is crazy right now between us. You know what I'm saying? These guys is crazy. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be nice here. You know, but this is a joke. This is a joke. You really trying to feed this to us? I'm done. I don't want to see it. Nobody wants to see it. That's why they hey, try bro. to. Right, bro, thank you. Postpone it forever. Hashtag postpone it forever. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You had enough. <laughs> oh, man. All right, yo, Dad. Yeah, I said this fight wouldn't happen, but this is looking like this fight. They're trying to make it a popularity contest. Where we see, what was it? What was the fight where they had Robert Horry speaking? They had, um, they had so many, they had so many celebrities like that that had faded, their careers had faded, coming to the mic. I think, I think it was Canelo versus um Kovalev. They had so many people coming out the blue to speak, and this is, this is, this is. I think they just want them to pay these high prices because clearly the fans are not not interested in this fight. So it's just gonna be they're trying to get. Celebs, different profiles, celebrities to show up and pay for these fights just to make their bank money back on the losses they took. I know they took a loss because the fight didn't happen in July. I know at this point we all sick and tired of this nonsense. I don't believe the fight's gonna happen that day, and it is what it is at this point, yo. You know, I, if I could, if I could flip them off on camera, I would. Yeah, screw you, screw you, Fury and Wilder. That's all. Pause. I say. Pause. <laughs> nah, let me. I, I'll, I'll go before uh, Katie. You know what I'm saying? I, I like the the structure that we usually have. So I'll say this: I I do want to see the fight. Right now, would I pay these type of like these t- those ticket prices? Hell to the no. You know what I mean? Like. Hell to the no. You telling me somebody got to pay $45,000 to get a good seat, like $30,000, $20,000? These ticket prices are outrageous. And that what that tells me was what I've been saying for the longest. ESPN and, and, and Fox and Top Rank and PBC, they're all trying to just cash out. Like, I think they know this is it. You know, like. I remember we used to joke about, you know, uh, Tyson and Fury versus Wilder 5 and 6 and all that. Nah, man, I think this is it. This is like done, done. And you can tell by these ticket prices because they're like, you know what, man, nobody wants to see this ever again. So let's just try to at least break even. They're trying to recruit all the losses that they've taken from the past two fights. Like, it's clear as day. I don't – yo, man, listen. Even, like, well, the Wildettes, there's no way Wildettes could defend this. There's no way. You got to know. Bro, they took an L. They're pushing it back. They increased the prices dramatically. Like, yo, that it, 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 more than it, it, I don't even know what's beyond quadrupled because it did more than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you go from three thousand to like forty five thousand for a ticket, floor seats? Outrageous. You know what I mean? It just doesn't happen. You know, unless you know, like, hey, you know what? If one gullible wild deck just Goes to the bank and takes out like a loan or something, and and buys this <laughs> and we Gucci. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just crazy to me. It does. It does. It makes no sense. Like and they like they made it. Paul for you, G. Paul gonna pay forty five thousand to watch that fight? I doubt it. You know what like they made a seat for you, G. You said what? It sounds like they made a seat for you. 
<laughs> hey, respect yourself. You know what I'm saying? AOG, man, you got to show that comment where it says uh, Malik Scott is a member of the USA diving team. <laughs> yeah, man, where was that at? You know what I'm saying? Uh, man, I can't. But anyways, let me just uh, finish off saying, yeah, pretty much what's going on is, you know, I feel like they're like, hey, we don't even know what's going to happen with the pay-per-view numbers. We at least need this gate money to be official so everybody can at least recruit all the expenses that they've uh, that they've acquired for for the promotion of those this whole trilogy. So you got to think about the first fight and the, the financial loss that they took. Then you got to think, think about the second fight and the financial loss that they took. They're like, we ain't taking no more losses, bro. Like somebody finna pay this forty five thousand on them tickets. You know what I mean? So, and if enough gullible fans, you know, whether they, they Fury fans or Wilder fans, if they pay for it, then they stupid. But nonetheless, man, you know, was it? God loves babies and fools. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's just man, this is crazy, man. It's foul. I just think it's foul how they charging Kalnowski fans all that money. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't coming, bro. They ain't coming. They keep charging Kalinowski fans all that money because they was coming out. You know what? I'm beginning to think. I'm about to walk with you, Ned. This fight ain't happening, bro. I'm going to have to do my push-ups, man, because these prices are so crazy. I'm like, unless they do a drastic drop in the next couple of weeks or maybe in a month or two, they're going to start dropping the prices. Yeah, you might be right, bro, because it's like, why would they price themselves out like that? You know what I mean? And Lord forbid, yo. They might hit us with a hundred dollar pay per view price, bro. They they wilding they right. They might force the pay per view price, man. They might the force it. Yeah, they. It's crazy, man. But Kaden, go ahead, man. There are a number of things, a number of explanations, but they don't look good. So, you, you you'll have. I already see the wild debt spinning. They're gonna spin it as if, oh, there was so much interest in the fight, it was doing so well, they upped the prices. <laughs> right? But that doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? And if it was doing so well, and and it's why not just leave the prices the same so that the people can buy their tickets? So you gotta think of it like this. There were people who already had tickets purchased for certain seats at a certain price. And now for them to get those same seats, they're going to have to pay thousands of dollars more. So when you're talking about they're looking for gullible people to buy those tickets, let's say hypothetically me, I was someone who was interested in sitting on the floor, as you pointed out, G. So I purchased my ticket for $3,000 to be on the floor. The fight got canceled, not by my doing, but because one of the fighters allegedly uh, got C-19. So you reschedule the fight for October 9th. Now I, now I have to go in and log in again to get my same ticket again because you're not going to automatically give me first dibs on my seat again, right? No. So now I got to log in again. And when I do that to get my seat, I see that you raise the price by a, a thousand, maybe even $2,000. So now where I was going to sit for $3,000 to see this fight, you want me to pay $4,500, $5,000 to sit in that same seat. Well, now I'm sitting there thinking, F you, man. F this fight. So all you're doing is alienating the people who were even going to support this fight from the jump. And you got to really love something to want to pay that additional money for something you were already supposed to be at, something you were already going to have. So I wonder, like, honestly, I, I honestly wonder if they can do that. 
right? Like you, you purchase tickets and, and this may be something to look into. If I was someone who purchased tickets for the fight when it was originally scheduled on July 24th for $3,000 at the same arena and then it got postponed and you're giving the same product now and you want to charge me more money. Don't they got to honor they got to well, that's what I'm getting at. I don't know if they can do that. I honestly don't know if they can do that because to me, that almost seems kind of illegal, <laughs> right? Like almost like you purchase your you purchase your seat to the fight. You postpone the fight. Okay, so it's not canceled. You postpone the fight. It's the same fight, the same product in the same arena, and you're raising the prices. And now someone has to pay and buy that ticket over again. It just seems real sketchy to me. So it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know if they could do it. But yeah. to me, it seems like proof that uh, that fight, that, that it's not selling well, things aren't going well. It, it also seems like they may be feeling like the economy is going to pick up and more people are going to be willing to spend more money. By the time October rolls around, because quarantine has just ended, people are starting to get back to work and people are starting to do things now. So it seems like they're banking on a lot. But at the end of the day, it just seems like you're really taxing the people who actually cared enough to want to go see this fight. And that's just sad and pathetic. But hey, while the while the wild debts, they're going to excuse that. Go ahead. Excuse that. Taxing the people who are already interested. Go ahead. Yeah, and another thing too. Think about those people, right? Who then just purchased their ticket, purchased flights, hotels. They booked everything, and then that thing got canceled. Some people probably lost money. You know what I mean? Like, or they have to use their um their tax uh not the tax, but they might have to use like their uh, credits for another vacation or something like that. So these mm -hmm. people might be like, "Yo, I can't even go in October." You know, like the summertime's perfect because a lot of people have vacation time. Now yeah. they may not be able to go. So you're going to lose a lot of people. And y'all better, Lord forbid, if the UK can't go to this fight, man, we in trouble, trouble. Well, how can you go there? They're raising the price by thousands of dollars. You, uh, you got to yeah. pay for travel. You got to pay for hotel. Like you said, and oh, by the way, now these seats cost hundreds to even thousands of dollars more. If you already purchased your ticket already, um, like my man Eric in the comment session was saying, they are honoring the tickets that were already purchased with the oh, original price. These are tickets that were the leftover tickets. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That wasn't before. So that's proof it. There we go. So we nailed it. There it is. Boom. Right hand going in. Because I was about to say, I would I would go to court to get to get my to get my seat. If I purchased that seat, mm -hmm. and listen, FA being on that card, listen, let me tell y'all something right now. Rachel, I know you're tired of me, but I'm sick of you, too, with this whole F.A. thing. You need to stop it, Rachel. You know you don't even believe in F.A. Y'all, the only reason you ride with F.A. is because of a flag. You and him rep the same flag, and so you're going to go down with the ship on October 9th. And it's okay. I'm not I'm mad. But, but what we got into is, okay, if you bought a ticket, they're going to honor the ticket. But for those people saying that, they didn't postpone this fight because of poor ticket sales. Then why are there still tickets left over for October 9th? Why are they why are they increasing the prices for the tickets that are left over if they didn't postpone it for poor ticket sales? This is proof that the fight was postponed because of poor ticket sales. And so in discussing this, we get to, you know, the nitty gritty, basically.
get to the next topic. Telly Swift does not believe this is Beyonce, man. Oh, okay, it's now, all the same thing. It's all the same thing, anyway. Hey, yo, <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? You know, hey, we have a kid with him. You know what I mean? You practically married, so you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, hold on. Let me just uh, share my screen. Wait, where's Deontay? Deontay's not coming. His fight's off. Yes, Deontay's fight is off. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's not here today. Um, you know, uh, it's unfortunate that his fight is off, but. Uh, we're gonna be there hopefully sometime. Uh oh, saved by the bell. What happened? I think somebody's. Um, I, I, um, how's he feeling about it all? Is he like, I mean, he's pissed off. I mean, I mean, what can you do? You've trained so pause hard, it, pause it, pause it. Years and then, yo, I don't think you could show this whole video because it's TMC. TMZ, got you, got you, got you. so just play the audio, like, uh, just stop and play the audio. Um, from here, you know, for someone to have COVID and Deontay's fight with torn biceps, broken fingers, burns on his arms, and he still fought. So I just feel like, you know, with COVID, you have 16 days to the fight. He should still be able to fight and make it happen. Do you think that maybe he's making an excuse? Do you like? Absolutely. I don't think that he's ready. I think he's buying time, and I just feel like he feels Deontay is at the best. Looking wise, you know, I've seen him in camp. He looks great. His head movement's amazing. His defense is amazing. So I just feel that uh, Fury's buying time. Oh, and until when? When do you think the fight might happen? Like September, um, October? I don't know. Well, that was cute, man. That was cute. Man. There's more to the video. Basically, they ask uh, if uh, Telly Swift, if she believes that Tyson Fury really has C-19, and she says she doesn't believe anything that he says. So... Um, and, and that's basically that. So, all right, back over to you, G. Yeah, man. Uh, oh, so I, I do, I agree with her. You know what I mean? I don't think, uh, Fury obviously has C-19, um, but I am hesitant in believing that Tyson Fury wasn't ready. And, you know, I would love to believe that. I really would. But it's hard for me to believe that Tyson Fury wasn't ready after that second fight. It's just... Even if I wasn't ready, my confidence would be on a thousand trillion. So I would just be like, yo, even if I'm not ready and even if I'm coming in 300 pounds, there's no way I'm losing unless, and I don't want to get the, the wild ass excited, unless my man Tyson Fury actually did cheat. You know what I mean? And so um, I, I I just don't, in regards to that glove gate stuff, man, I just it's hard for me to believe it. There's no evidence that, that actually can prove this. So I just have to believe Tyson Fury just put the pause on Wilder. So if that's the case, why would Fury be afraid of this trilogy match? You know, and so to me, I, I, that's why I'm always bringing it back to the financials. It has to be because of ticket sales and pay-per-view buys and things of that nature. Like, because why would Fury... I, it just doesn't make sense, man. Fury already put the put the pause on homie, you know? So, and it sounded cute what she was saying, like, oh, you see his head move, movement? It looks great. Go ahead, go ahead, uh, Katie. Completely unrelated to what you're saying. Arlette's going for a TKO in those comment section, in the comment section, bro. Oh. She, she done went in. She said, I don't, I, I don't even want to, listen, she, she just went. She's <laughs> 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 
Yo, man, facts. Yo, I was thinking the same thing, man. I shouldn't think like that, man. Salute to nah, you got to go up. You got to go up to... There's a comment she has about top tens. You got to... About the top... You got to... <laughs> Damn, son. Come on. Man. Yo, I didn't... Don't even... Don't put that out. That's crazy. That That's crazy. Don't put That's that out. All that talking like Dillian White right now, man. That's crazy. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> yo, she you all that. You crazy, yo. You know what I mean? But nah, man, but, you know... Wilder's wife, I mean, she's supposed to say what she was saying. So it sounded cute, you know. Um, but I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. Like, Wilder looked like he improved a lot. But is the, from those videos, those little clips that we've seen, is that enough for, for Fury to be like, oh, my goodness, man, I'm not ready for Wilder now. Like, Wilder's new and improved 2.0. Like, I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel like she's reaching, you know, Um but hey, man, I you know obviously I'm hoping, and I think Wilder's gonna pull it off, man, with a KO. So, but I'm not I'm not gonna gas, homie. Like yo, the footage is crazy. Like you see the head movement, you see this. Like yo, stop it, man. It, 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 he alright, man. You know what I mean? So yeah. Gee, you don't sound too like you believe in Wilder anymore, right now, man. Uh, yo, listen. I do believe Wilder's gonna win, bro. Like I'm, I'm serious on that. I, you know, I put, I put money down. You know what I mean? So I believe he's gonna take it. However, you know, like his girl talking, that's that's what she's supposed to say. Like she gonna talk against a man, like you know what I mean? So her, her, what she's saying doesn't really hold weight like that, you know. So, but I respect her for for coming out and and defending her man, though. That's cute, you know what I mean? But yeah. Who's next? To, uh, all right, I don't know if Kate is on mute, but Trill, what's your? Oh. Yeah, I'm I'm on mute, but it, it, you can do it. What are we talking about here? Nobody wants to see this fight. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Because I don't want to <laughs> talk about this young lady. I'm 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 actually, you know, I'm I'm looking in the comment section and it's hilarious. You know what I mean? I'm just going to keep it a hundred. You know what I mean? I don't like the the conversation. I get jokes as jokes as whatever, but I'm not trying to disrespect this lady like that. You know what I mean? Y'all going to a little too extreme disrespecting this lady. I see guys talking about, oh, that's, it wasn't that big, baby. Like, we're all adults here. I'm sure your lady been with another guy, too, before you. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's not put this sister down like that. And then you got other women putting another sister down. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? But all I'm just going to do is say this like this. I want to see these guys fight anybody else but each other. <laughs> that's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. I'm good. I don't want to see this fight. <laughs> Yo, <man. laughs> Let me tell you something. <clears throat> you see these right here? These look familiar? Who's wearing these? These look familiar? Let me tell you, this, the noise cancel or the sound cancel, whatever they got on there, don't work like they say they do. The way they promote them, they don't work like they say they do. So I know why they heard everything Fury said, Fury said to him in that press conference. So to go on to tell Telly Swift, I'm going to say, Wilder, you that scared to speak to Fury? You had your wife come out and speak for you? That's crazy. That's, that's absurd for me, man. It's like, come on, man. You got to... 
chase your fears. You got to battle the monster. You got you to gotta go, go get that skeleton in your closet and look at him, man. Yo, you can't be that scared of Wilder, yo. It's, 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 it's crazy, man. What up, what up, G? Yo, you know it's TMZ, bro. So it's not like she called them. They probably just yeah. on her like, yo, Wilder's one. You, you, so with the car alarm. Why Wilder set off the car alarm? It was like, don't say that. Don't say that. Come on, now. Come on, now. G, you saw it was in it. Oh, what what the what the the cameraman say? Oh, perfect timing, right? Come on, yeah, we we ain't there. Come on now, we know what was going on. You can't fool us, Wilder. <laughs> I'm sure it's on me. So here's the thing, right? What is she supposed to say? Um, she can't <laughs> well, say like, <laughs> She can't say like, oh man. Um, you know, I'm very concerned about this fight because of what he did to Wilder in the second fight. She's supposed to uplift him. She's supposed to uh, have his back. And I wouldn't completely dismiss her account, G. Like, she would know him better than anyone else. Like, his mind state. Remember, in the, in the all-access, he was crying to her. His mental state, he was crying to her. He probably tells her things he would never tell anyone else. So she would know where what his mind's like. She said his head movement's looking good. That could mean that every time she goes to see this dude in camp, he doesn't move his head. <laughs> but now that she goes to see him in camp, she's noticing that he's moving his head. She said his defense is good. So that could mean that she watches the sparring. Probably, I'm sure she doesn't get kicked out. I'm sure they're not kicking out Telly when he's sparring. So maybe she sees him working on this stuff. Maybe, maybe she's saying stuff that they don't want to get out because she's just supporting him. Could it be true? Yeah. Could it be rubbish? Yeah. But I wouldn't just dismiss it like that. At the end of the day, what you have is you're asking her about her guy, right? And she's going to support her guy. And I'm sure he can get knocked spark out in the first round. She's going to leave and support her guy. So, like, what do you want her to say? Is it a bias source? Yes. But a bias source doesn't mean that it's a wrong source. Doesn't mean that it's incorrect. It doesn't mean that you can't get some valuable information from a bias source. Like, for example, she was like, he's the baddest man on the planet. I'd be like, okay, that's, you know, but she's saying that he has, he's working on head movement and stuff. That can be reliable stuff. So it really just depends Um. Her comments on Tyson Fury basically echo a lot of people's feelings about Tyson Fury, which is that you can't believe anything he says because he's all over the place. So I wouldn't necessarily dismiss it. My reaction would just be, well, what did you expect her to say? And she should expect Wilder to win because I'm sure that's what she wants to see more than anything in the world. So that's that's my take on it. Mm-hmm. All right. So now let's – Dillian White has harsh words for Fury. Now, this is an article from Boxing Scene and titled White Erupts on Tyson Fury. His biggest skill is calling the public. So let me get down to what he was saying. He goes, quote, Fury knew that this fight was dying on its ass and pulled out. They couldn't give a ticket away as Brits were not traveling and none of the TV companies were bothered about another 5 a.m. fight against a block. What? what? Bloke. 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 He has already beaten, White said to the Sun. Money is everything to Fury. 
Uh, where is the seven million? Was that pounds, right? Yes. Yeah, seven million pounds. He supposedly donated to the homeless charities after the first Wilder fight. Tyson Fury talks a lot of shit, and people sadly lap it up. Tyson Fury has effed the entire heavyweight boxing scene all around the world, and the whole sport is struggling because of it. When the heavyweights are buzzing, uh, the world, the whole sport thrives, and when it's when it's rubbish, the whole sport suffers. Losing the AJ versus Fury fight has effed boxing because casual fans just see big fights not happening and people at the top lying uh, to them or fighting bums instead. Fury is a nasty piece of work. And, <laughs> and his biggest skill is calling the public because they always end up feeling sorry for him. Boxing is a joke right now. Every other sport is getting attention. And it's because he has effed two or three of the biggest fights around. All right. So, guys, what are your thoughts on your boy, Gillian White? Well, let's, I'm going to give it to Ned because Ned always has something wild to say. So, go ahead, Ned. Man, Dillian is spot on with this one. Like Tyson, these are the Tyson Fury antics where he's always out here. Like, like the world has fallen for Tyson Fury's antics where they believe everything he he says. He he tweets something, he contradicts himself. It doesn't matter. It's like, like how can I say? I want to compare him to Drake. They used to say like Drake could do no wrong in the uh, to his fans and Tyson Fury fans. They just eat everything he gives out up. And it's 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 tiring. Like like, he, one minute he's saying saying he's saying something and putting something one light, then he's downing in another. And it's just I can't take it. But shout out um Dillian for um speaking, put um um exposing him or putting him put it put it put him on notice for his antics because it's tiring and uh, it really putting a black eye on the spot where we're supposed to have undisputed. One week, then we get Wilder Fury next week, then we get Wilder Fury in three, four months. So, you know, it happens. But eh, I'm literally over it. We're all over it. You know, I, this is this is where we, I want to start a hashtag, Hooray Dillian. Hooray Dillian, you know, hooray, because he did something positive right now. That's it. All right. True. Um, J.H. Leto E. You said... Preach Dillian. And I totally agree with you. Because it went from poor Dillian to preach Dillian. Okay. <laughs> that's how that's where it came from. Um seven, seven letters. Well, six if you want to be technical, but seven. Nobody wants to see this fight. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> I like this new trill, man. He's short and sweet, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> on this, on this topic. <laughs> yeah, I'll go on. On this topic. <laughs> I've seen this on Twitter. Please forgive me. I, I, I don't remember who wrote this. And if they're in the comments, please forgive me. But somebody said the heavyweight division has turned fans into promoters, managers, uh, network analysts, accountants and physicians and i was like damn that's true you know what i'm saying like what happened to just being boxing fans we're no longer boxing fans nowadays bro. we're literally trying to do oh i'm hearing feedback 
Okay. Like we're literally like, like we're trying to overanalyze. We're, we're doing research outside of the ring. We're doing all kinds of stuff. And it's like, it shouldn't even be like that, man. Like the best should just fight the best. And this is what I would say for Dillian. And, and um, I remember when Dillian was petitioning the WBC to activate his interim title, whatever, to fight Wilder. You know, I, I, I do think they should do that, you know, um, especially if they cancel this October fight. I'm going to be tight. At least we can see two guys that we would want to see fight. They have a backstory, Dillian White and Wilder. You know, like, let them fight. You know what I'm saying? And then whoever's the winner, you know, whenever Tyson Fury's ready, fight Tyson Fury or just go straight to the AJ fight and do Undisputed. But, like, I don't know, man. Fury, man, playing games, man. And so, and I'll say both guys. Let me, I'm going to lump these two guys together, Fury and Deontay Wilder, because if I was AJ, I have to be one and I'll be dumb type, you know, and it's like we had an opportunity to make history and it's not happening. Now, at least the whoever was going to be the WBC champ champ was supposed to happen this month. Now we got to wait till October. So that means undisputed ain't going to happen till next year. Anyways, it's just so much prolonging, prolonging, prolonging. And it's like my fear is like people will actually just say, hey, you know, I'm giving up on boxing, you know, and um. And so that's why when Dillian was talking, I actually agree with what he was saying because it's possible, like, especially for casuals, like us with with diehards, right? So we're going to watch it regardless. But when casuals see see this type of stuff, they're like, man, I'm Gucci, yo. Just let me know when Jake Paul is fighting, you know? And and to me, that's a problem. So Wilder, man, like, contact Fury and his team and be like, yo, do not back out of this October fight. You know what I'm saying? For real. And to be honest, I shouldn't even have to do push-ups. Wilder, you should do my push-ups for me, fam. You know what I'm saying? Or Tyson Fury or somebody. You know what I mean? I'm going to do them. But somebody should pay. You know what I'm saying? So, go ahead, Katie. Mm. Yo, now, watch your mouth. Mm. I'm going to table's turn. Table's turn. Yo, Ned, this was going to happen. You was going to give me five push-ups, fam. You was going to only give me five. And I was going to be like, yo, where's the other 20? You know what I'm saying? Then this was going to happen. Katie's going to be like, yo, give him a pass. And I'm like, all right, whatever. You know what I mean? That's exactly what's going to happen. All right, so what's going to happen when you got to give me, when you give me two? Give me two. <laughs> so, let me ask you a question. Do you believe that? Watch your I own. want my 23. Yo, gee, I don't know, man. I, you ain't done push-ups in a long time. Watch your mouth. I do more, more often than you. You, know you ain't done them in a long time. I don't know. We might we might have to have a push-up battle. It sounds like we might. The punch-off is over. The push-up battle might have to. Let us know in the comment section if you want to see a push-up battle between TBE and Conspiracy G. Hey, yo, it don't matter. I just got to get ready, yo. We're setting that up. Yo, we setting that up. And we want you to predict. Uh, how many each of these guys are going to be able to do? <laughs> wow. Crazy, crazy. I'm going to at least do that 25, though. Mm. Hey, man. Exactly. All right, just get ready, man. It's over for you, G. All right, get, getting back to uh, this, though. Yeah, White has harsh words for Tyson Fury, and I'm not surprised. Uh, Dillian White wants his shot. He feels like he's been overlooked. I know he felt like Joshua was getting all the acclaim, all the fanfare, and, and then he had issues with Joshua. And then Joshua beat him. It's been a long road to the title shot for Dillian White, and he feels like 
with this fight being postponed, all he sees is another delay in his title shot, right? Then you think about the fact that uh, Tyson Fury did announce to the world the, that he was going to fight Anthony Joshua in Saudi Arabia for Undisputed, and we were all excited, and then the very next day, boom, arbitration ruling, and Fury was so okay with it, you know? <laughs> Watch your mouth, um, Rachel. Watch your mouth. Fury, Fury was okay with it, you know, and, and we were all left stunned and depressed. Like Trill keeps repeating, nobody wants to see this fight, and that's exactly what we got hit with out of nowhere. It was like when we went to sleep, Undisputed was official. The first Undisputed heavyweight champion since Lennox Lewis, it was all aligned, uh, lineal status, all the belts, and then we woke up. And it was done. You know, the only thing worse is like just, uh, you know, your bride not showing up, being left at, at the altar without a bride. That's what it felt like. It was just like we were all happy. It was all going down and then just bang. It, it was over. But what he's saying to Tyson Fury, I can understand uh, where he's coming from. I do think Fury is towing a thin line because as someone who likes Fury and sometimes I can see what he's doing with his mind games, he's reaching a point where even I'm feeling like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you're no longer, like, getting in your opponent's head. You're no longer just doing little things to annoy your opponent. You're starting to annoy me. <laughs> you're starting to make me feel like I don't even care what you do. You're starting to make me say, whoever was really going to have enough guts to fight AJ, may they win that fight on October 9th. Yeah. And my mind used to be, Tyson Fury would make the fight with AJ like that. I never worried, and it seemed like that was going to be the case. But after what just took place, I'm a little worried. I still have faith that Tyson Fury will make the fight if he wins. I still have faith that Tyson Fury will do that. But I do believe that Tyson Fury was okay with fighting Wilder a third time, and I think he preferred to fight Wilder a third time because he wanted to get that tune-up. So, uh, look, man. This guy, and I want to put, put him back up. Put him back up. Yo, young, uh, what's the young Rashalot? Young Rashalot. I actually like this dude because he'll say negative things to us, but I could tell he watches the video. He at least watches the video. He watches the whole video and the entire video. So I can respect that. And he's not too disrespectful. I mean, he comes at us, but he's not too disrespectful. Look, man, you may feel like we're we're going against Wilder. We're being too hard on Wilder. What I would say to you is this. Everything I've ever said about Wilder I felt was logical. I supported it with facts. I used actual logic to set up what I'm what I'm saying. Now, if 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 Wilder knocks out Fury is a hypothetical thing that hasn't happened yet. But what actually has happened is Tyson Fury stopped Deontay Wilder. That really happened. I don't need to make that up. I watched that happen. Now, before you come to me talking about glove gates and all things that haven't been proven, things that have not, despite what all these other channels want to run around saying, what I know is that Tyson Fury stopped Deontay Wilder. Until Deontay Wilder knocks out Tyson Fury, our talking points have to be based on what we actually saw. Not someone's made-up theory, not an autopsy that never happened, not about the spike water and suits being too heavy. We have to go off of what actually transpired in the ring, and that was Deontay Wilder's corner thrown in the towel. So you're right. If he knocks out Fury, the talking points are going to have to change because the storyline would have changed. But much respect to you, young Rassalot, because 
I do respect you for watching the videos and leaving a comment. So uh, my take on it is, what do you expect Dillian White to say? Shout out to my boy, Chino. Shout out to everybody else showing love, too. I see y'all. I just can't holler at y'all. But I see y'all. Number love. All right. So this, this topic, I think it's going to be entertaining, man, at least for me. So next up, we're going to talk about it. homie Roly calls out Tank. <laughs> 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 Hold on. Let me oh, up. my God. Oh, I got you. <laughs> yo, yo, this should be uh, – there should be a link for that, bro. Oh, I, I got the I got I got, I got the links already on my. All right, all right, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's give it away. Yeah, already, son. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. So, this is the the first one. Well, let me make sure the volume's up. What do you want to do next? I want Javante Davis. I want Ford. You really think you're ready for that? Yes, I want my one forty. Why do you think you're ready for that after thirteen fights? I mean, what, he got at 16 now? I have 14 now. So I'm ready for it. Can't stop him. I'm going to knock him out. You think it's realistic? I know it is. I know I know what he can do, but I know what I can do. I'm a lot stronger. What do you want to do next? Hold on. And then we get this one real quick. And, uh, and before your fight even ended, and I quote, Devin Haney tweeted, Real Lee is a pile of... You know, so uh, just your reaction to that. And, I mean, obviously he has a WBC um, title at 135. I know you said he wanted to take at 140, but would you be willing to stay at 35 to fight for that? After the Haney show, I mean, he's cheating as hell. He got hurt with venom gloves. That's a joke. And he didn't, and it night just get hurt. He didn't recover. It was like four rounds and he didn't recover. So, like I said, I mean, Leonardo's is nowhere near a puncher like me. Any? I feel bad. He's probably the chinniest fighter in the, at 35, if not, you know, one of the most chinniest in the sport. He's the American of 135. <laughs> yo, yo, that is violations, man. <laughs> oh. I also sure what's your thoughts on your boy Roly man coming out violating uh Danny and saying he wants tank next. Yo, I love Roly, yo. I can't I can't help it, yo. Listen, all the all the kids, all the bad kids, all the kids. <laughs> listen, that's my type of I like him. I don't care. I don't care what you say. I love Roberto Duran too. I love uh Ricardo Mayorga too. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna block my screen so you can't see me throwing up the middle fingers right now. You know what I'm saying? That's how that's how much I love the kid. Yeah, he talks trash. Yeah, he makes he's gonna be he's gonna make people not like him. You know what I'm saying? But that, that's what that's what he's gonna do. Roly is my guy. I don't care. He talked that trash and he's still he's a dog. He's not in there to make friends. He has a chip on his shoulder. Is F everybody. He's just going there and he's going in there to fight, not make friends. Everybody out there wanna be politically correct. He just wanna take your head off. And he's not not with the games. Listen, if you can beat him, then do it. You know what I'm saying? It's a reason, I'm telling you, is a reason why I don't watch Roley from the beginning. I done seen him fight tank before. I seen him in there. It got real. They end up on the ground. You know what I'm saying? 
Roley is a dog in that gym. He's so much of a dog in that gym that Floyd signed him off of that. I know y'all might say Roberto is a dirt. I mean, I mean, Roley is a dirty fighter, or he's this, he's that. It comes down to this. It's not who's right, it's who's liked. Y'all gonna say whatever y'all want against this kid because you don't like him. And I get it. But I like him. You know what I'm saying? I like him and I like the energy that he brings. You know what I'm saying? And he's been him everything he says he's been doing. He's knocked out. Every, every time he goes in there, he knocks. He's knocking out guys. He's knocking out guys. He's probably not doing it pretty like we would like it, but he's knocking out guys. All right. Listen, I'm not saying that he can beat a team. I'm saying that you got to respect him. You got to respect this kid because he's willing to fight anybody. He's willing to fight anybody. You know what I'm saying? I don't see the, 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 the skill. I think Devin Haney got more skill. If this guy is such a, a what's the name and he's such trash, then show it. Somebody go in there. Because I remember that they was having to take money from him to pay for opponents to fight him. He can't get no fight opponents. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not mad. I like I like Roley a lot. Um, I'm not mad at all. I like the kid. I'm just showing my that that I like him. You know what I'm saying? Roley is exciting. Um, I like him a lot. You know what I'm saying? I like his personality. I don't like the way he box, but I love his energy. That's all I gotta say. All right, all right. Uh, Nick, go ahead. Don't mute. I'm gonna say. I respect it, but I didn't believe it. Like the confidence was that there. It's like, yeah, I, I want Tank. I want Devin. You know, you're talking all that trash. Well, yeah, I don't. I, I didn't see. I didn't feel the confidence. I didn't see the swagger. I feel like, yeah, I'm gonna take these guys' heads off. You know, it's like I want to fight. Like you just, just looking like I don't know. I, I just didn't believe. I didn't believe Roly. <laughs> like he wanted it. Like and I bet he wanted it. You know. <laughs> Go to my man, Boy G. Who's controlling these comments, man? Y'all missing all the good stuff. Go to my man. That's it right there. That's exactly what I'm feeling right there for Roly. That's how I feel right there. You know what I'm saying? He's talking, but I I don't see I don't feel his walk. Yo, that's what I'm saying. I feel his talk. I I I I hear him talking, but I don't feel him walking. You know, it's like so. Roly, get a, get a, get a little more confidence, and you know, say say with your chest, boy. If you're gonna if you're gonna call these guys out, say it with your chest. That's it. Yeah, I'll go next. Um, I actually like Roly also. I think he's a character, and I agree with Arlette. I was saying this last night. I was like, yo, he's a new AB, like. People love to hate him, so they'll watch him. Like he'll be a pay-per-view star just by his personality alone. But nonetheless, he's fooled for both Haney and Tank. I have to be honest. And this is why. Roley, I think Roley needs knee surgery. His his right knee is messed up. Like when you watched him last night and the fight before, something's going on with his right foot where like, he doesn't push off the back foot when he's throwing a jab. You notice he'll, like, overextend and reach for the jab. You know, like, he has a hard time with his balance. And to me, it just looks like the dude needs some form of, like, knee surgery or some type of, um, 
don't know, uh, uh, a routine to repair his knee. But it looks like, homie, did he just too flat-footed? He's fighting off of one foot, his left, but he's not utilizing his right. And so for, for a guy that generates that much power with just one foot, it is impressive. But when you're talking about a Haney that moves a lot, you know, it's going to be difficult for him to catch Haney. Even tank move, <laughs> movement is great. You know what I mean? Um, oh, no, the right thing. I promise you, if y'all watch that fight again, then, yo, this is coming from a guy who had. Uh, I agree with Boy Chino. <laughs> uh, bro, all right. Yo, remember this. When he comes out and be like, yo, y'all had ACL surgery or surgery, whatever, I'm be like, yeah, exactly. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? But homeboy, like, it's just it, it looks bad. Like his balance really looks bad. It's like he's dragging his right foot, you know. So it's not a good look when you're fighting the best. And so Tank is gonna capitalize off of that. Even Haney's gonna capitalize off that. And even if Haney doesn't knock him out, it's gonna be a one-sided fight for 12 rounds. So I, I but I like his energy. So hey man, I wanna see those fights. And if even if they were pay-per-view, I would pay for them because I know the antics in the, the, the press conference and everything's going to be cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, it's like, hey, man, Floyd, I think, indirectly just produced a star. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, hey, the, the money team got another one under there. You know what I mean? So, I gravitate to bad kids. I don't know what it is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, go ahead, Katie. Yeah. Listen. Oh. I'm going to say a few things. The first thing is Roley is the poster boy of delusional. Like, <laughs> if you look at Roley, it's like he smoked a few Roleys. You know, like, this guy is delusional. Like, Roley, this is the second guy you beat who took the fight on short notice. <laughs> this is back-to-back. Back. The second guy you beat who took the fight on short notice. And the guy that was inactive for two years. So, not only did you just beat a guy who took the fight on short notice, but he was inactive for two years. You look terrible doing it. And then afterwards, you just have all the confidence in the world. Like Jim Gray couldn't even believe it. Like Jim Gray, Jim Gray had to be impartial. But Jim Gray's like, let me go interview this guy to this horrific performance. <laughs> and he goes in there and he goes, so, uh, yeah, like, what's next for you? He goes, I want Javante. Jim Gray's like, <laughs> Do you even think you're on the level? Of a and Roley's like, doesn't even realize he's insulting him. Okay. Roley thinks that, like, he's with him. Like, yeah, he can't take my power, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, and, and, and Jim Gray's like, yo, what planet is this kid on? And then Devin Haney says he looks like trash or whatever. And then he's just like, he's the Amir Khan of the division. Because he got rocked by Lenores? That makes him Amir Khan? Lenores, a real fighter who had a real training camp? Three-time champion in three different weight classes, Lenores? As opposed to the short-notice guys you've been fighting, Roley? Like, yo, my man Roley really be on one. But that type of thing that ironically is making him marketable. Exactly. The and entire so- arena booed him in unison. Like the entire arena all made up their mind that they don't like this kid. <laughs> like, you know, so if I was promoting Roley. Here's what I'd do. 
I give him three more of those short notice fights, <laughs> gas him up. But he needs to whoop him better than that. He needs to like look impressive. He needs to like finish these guys in the first three rounds and look better than that. And then give him Tank. Why not? Everyone's gonna be so happy to see Tank knock Roly the hell out. Listen, this is gonna make a lot of money. He it's will make a lot, a lot of money. money. He'll make a lot of money. You gotta listen. People have said this before, but this is the Roly is an Uber cabber's uh, Uber driver's worst nightmare. Roly is that guy. Roly is that guy. This man, Roly, feed Roly, like I said, three more fighters on short notice, but he needs to look better than that. Build up a fight between him and Tank, and they're both Mayweather promotions, so it should be easy for them to set it up. And I, I would love to see it. But you know what? I got to admit, Roly is intriguing. And one last thing. When I was watching Roly um, last night, I was saying to myself, he looks like a terrible version of Prince Nassim Hamed in that ring. He's the terrible prince. That should be his nickname. Terrible prince. He looks like a terrible, poor, poor, like, poor version of uh, Prince Nassim Hamed. All right. So next up, we got... Uh, Jake Paul and Tyrone Woodley uh, making outrageous bet. Hold on one second. Let me just share the screen. You watch your mouth, Rachel. See, Rachel, this is where you – Rachel, you begin that line. She said that Belinga's the Uber driver's worst nightmare. You watch your mouth. <laughs> Belinga already fought better fighters than Rooley. <laughs> He's fought better fighters. <laughs> uh, Y'all ready? A new bet right now. I just let's make, it, let's make a new bet. If I beat you, you have to get I Love Jake Paul tattooed on you. But but if you beat me, I get I Love Tyrone Woodley tattooed on me. And you have to post it on your Instagram feed. Deal or no deal? Put. Are you confident or not? <laughs> what y'all think? Bro. Y'all think oh. I should do it? Bro, this guy, this guy has no confidence. Bet. Deal or no deal? Deal. Can we, can we shake on it? There we go. Folks, Deal. let me just say this. These guys are different, man. Oh, I know. I'm going to say pause to this entire segment, but yo, yo, you look like you want to kick it off, man. Go ahead. Man, listen. Yeah, I would have took a step further. I would have said tatted on my forehead if I lose, man. I feel... Tyrone, come take this man's head off, please. Like, please take this seriously. To have, take the boxing te techniques, that, the training seriously, and take this man's head off. And he has your name tatted on his forehead. Pause. It's not crazy, but have it tatted on your forehead, where he looking like a fool for the rest of his life because he want to make this stupid, stupid bet in front of the world. But please, man, don't let us down. I want to see Jake Paul lose so bad. Like this is like damn near next to Wilder. Like how I want to see Wilder lose. I want to see this man Jake Paul go down, yo, because he's feeling he's feeling like he owned the sport of boxing. These boys are moving through the sport of boxing like they created it, man. Like they the best. They the breath of fresh air. They the next best thing out here. Like it's it's terrible. Tyrone Woodley, please take this man's head off. If not, ugh, I'm gonna be upset. I'm gonna be hurt. I'm gonna be hurt. I might have to get I love Jake Paul tatted on me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I just had to share this. Third Coast Royalty, you really thought Castano was running? You're wildin', bro. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, yo, Trill, go ahead. 
Hold on, you're on, you're on, you're on mute. He was he was running when he got hurt. I mean, yeah, but yeah, okay. Well, well you say he's crazy. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not saying to say he ran the whole fight. That would be crazy. But when that man got hurt, he was on a bike. I mean, hey, you remember what uh, Haney did? He was bear hugging like a mug, and I was like, "Good job. That's what you're supposed to do. Survive." You know what I mean? So, but yeah, but go ahead, uh, Trill. Oh, we're talking about Willie, right? Um, <laughs> listen, I'm not tatting no guy on my back. First of all, he, this, the whole he's playing he's playing mind games with 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 Willie. Play. He's playing mind games, and he and and, and and Tyrone let him in. Let him in. He's playing mind games, and he, he, he and, and he and he opened the door, and he let him in for for it. You know what I'm saying? He started playing it with him. He let him allow him to play the mind game on him. He should have just like dismissed that joint and continue with the. That's how I felt. Um, as far as the tattoo thing goes, man, listen. If it's not my brothers, I'm the only. Names getting tatted on me is my dad, homies, and my and my kids. <laughs> That's what I got on me. You know what I mean? So um thought that that was weird. You know what I'm saying? Get to the fight. Um, people got to say this. I think that um Jake, they're smart of what they're doing over there. I hope y'all know that they're smart on what they're doing over there. He's been boxing. This kid has really been boxing and focusing on boxing. And he's not talking about fighting other boxers. He's talking about fighting washed up MMA members. Guys who's already was hurt and messed up in, in their own sport. And they having him come to a different sport. So he already got the upper and he's playing the mind game. So this, you know, it's just a spectacle. I don't even count these as real fights. They're just exhibitions to me. Yeah, so yeah, I actually um yo, Tyron Woodley man's about to get knocked out. I have to be honest, man. Like homeboy just he's he's way smaller than Jake. I didn't even realize that until they stood next to each other. I was like, whoa, like I didn't know Jake was that big, you know? And Jake's been I mean, now nah, these ain't real fights, but nonetheless, he on a little winning streak, he's feeling himself right now. Tyron Woodley's been coming off of like what, four or five losses. So, and that yo, that bet was too crazy for me. I'm sorry. I'm like, yo, there's no way I'm gonna even entertain that type of conversation live. Like, yo, like, yo, bro, don't disrespect me. You know what I'm saying? So, and I know I get it. Jake Paul has that type of um, personality. It's like humor, but when they shook on it, I was like, yo, is this serious? You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. Like, Willie better watch out, man. He gonna be salty when he has to look at Jake Paul's. Uh, name on his chest every day. You know what I mean? So, yeah, these guys are just out of order, man. But go ahead, Kayden. Bro, I'm with Trill 100%. This is, how you, this is when Trill says stuff like this, I can just tell, like, we grew up together. Because that's some stuff that, like, you could have been trying to trash talk me as soon as you said, like, oh, if you lose, attach your name. I'm like, you want a tattoo? You love me on your body? Like, yo, what team you play for? Because, like, I don't play that game, fam. Like, what is this? Like, like, yo, tattoo my name so we know it's real. Like, bro, fall back, bro. I say, yo, only women can tattoo my name on their body, fam. Like, and now I see, now I see what this is. You just, you just want to meet me in person, right? You, 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 you love me so much, you want to put my name on your body? Like, what kind of dude is you, fam? Like, yo, with all due respect, I. 
the only tattoos you're going to get is my fish in your face. <laughs> Beyond that, fam, nah, player, I ain't engaging in that type of foolery. Like, that's how I would handle the situation. I'm extremely confident that I'm going to tattoo your face with my fist, tattooing other guys' names on my body, fam. Stop it. And, you know, like Trill said, wh where I'm from, you tattoo your fallen soldiers, you know, or your kid's name. Like, but, but tattooing another man's name, I don't even think, I tell people this all the time. Like, I got homies, you going to tattoo a woman's name on your body, fam? That's the dumbest thing you can do. I tell women the same thing. You gonna tattoo a man's name on your body? That's the dumbest thing you can do. You, 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 I'd rather you, you tattoo something stupid, completely irrelevant over someone's name. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like I said, unless it's your kids or a fallen soldier, fallen relative, like all, all this other stuff is for the, so for Tyrone Woodley to actually concede and agree to such an outrageous, questionable, pause worthy bet. Like Trill said, you done lost that mind game, brother. Because he already knew he could suck you into his realm and his world of thinking stupid things or tattoo. Tattoo some on my body, some permanent. Man, stop it. So, you know, there's just moments like that. Because, like, when Trill, that's the same way I was thinking, Trill. That's, like, that's the same way I would have handled that choice. So it's just like we here with that. I think he lost that, that mind game. And if he's smart, he would back out of that bet because uh, – He's probably gonna lose. So I'm telling you, my change <laughs> name Tyrone Trent Stamp Woodley. You know what I'm saying? That's about to happen, yo. It's crazy. Uh, oh, crazy. Oh, so you about to say so? Oh no, I wasn't saying that at all. I was trying to, you know, I was just looking at the comment section, my fellas. Uh, <laughs> 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 yo, <boy. laughs> Yo, I had to share it, man. That was funny, man. That made, that made me laugh, man. All right, so this is actually the last topic. You know what I mean? Shannon Briggs versus uh, Curtis Rampage Jackson. Hold on one second. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, what's wrong with a tattoo, yo? What's wrong? Yo, dog. <laughs> yo, that's a problem, yo. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, I was always told to honor my bets if I lost, yo. I was told to honor my bets. Always honor your bets, yo. Like, you make a play, you better honor it. Yo, can you get that clown out of there? Who? Who? In the chat, doing the weird. GSS, yeah. GSS, yo. He's spamming letters. Oh, you always got to be one. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, he he done for. All right, so hold on, y'all ready? For ten years, I was on the grind, you know, hunting and fishing, trying to get somebody to put the gloves so we can so our dance partner. Guess what? Rampage Jackson yeah. said, "Yo, champ." He said, "Yo, Shannon." He's very disrespectful too. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. I finally got yeah. so he real he, he real hot. He got his, his mouth to fry chicken the way he hot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Let me tell you something. But the whole thing is right. He, he said, yo, look, I'll fight you in boxing, but would you fight me in MMA? So I had to go to the lengths of this far. I had to go to this th this lift. I had to say, yeah, as a man of my word, I got to keep it real. Yeah. I had this, I got to fight, and yes, I'm going to fight MMA just so I can get a man to fight me in the ring. That's a shame. Yeah. Mike Tyson, yes. Holyfield, all of them, Klitschko, none of them. None of them will fight me. Why, why though, Shannon? Why, why do you think it's not? You know, why did? Why don't you think you got the fight with Mike? Because I remember we talked. 
shortly before, you know, Mike picked an opponent for his exhibition. What, what is it that's keeping these guys from getting in the ring with you? You see them. <laughs> you see them. <laughs> you see them. Let's go, champ. Listen, champ. They don't want me, champ. They understand what it is, champ. Look at them. Look at them. Let's go, champ. Yo, man, this got different, man. Oh, who wants to start this? Damn, Trill. You don't even look excited for this fight. <laughs> Damn. Fix your face, Trill. You're right. Fix your face, champ. You know what I'm saying? The champ, you know what I'm saying? Is 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 gone is gone. If Rampage can't pick him up and slam him, what is the point? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Griggs, that's what Rampage was known for. He was never known for them hands. Yes, yeah, hands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was known for picking people up and dropping them. You know what I'm saying? That's Rampage Jackson. He can't do that to Shannon Briggs. It's an easy night for Shannon unless you know age catch up with Shannon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He just pass out in the corner and go to sleep. But other than that, you know what I mean? This is easy. This is easy. This is easy for, for Shannon Briggs. And, you know, that's whatever. That Man, you know, uh, my man, I love Shannon Ken, yo. He's he my guy, yo. He's the champ, yo. Let's go, champ. But you know, yo, you know Shannon stay injecting the co- coconut water. I mean, drinking the coconut water. My bad, my bad. <laughs> so, you know, I got Shannon easy if he got if if this fight ever happens, yo. Because, you know, UFC, um, MMA fighters never, like, translate well when it comes to standing up and throwing their hands. So, you know, so. He can't. Yeah. I, I get it. Like, he can throw hands. But he ain't no boxer. Yeah. I got I'm not entertaining this. <laughs> Basically, what I've been saying is not who's right is who's liked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who's right is who's liked. Oh, yo, this is crazy. Oh, this is different. My fault, that and that. Nah, but you know, I'm going to say, Shannon, I feel you, yo, the coconut water make you feel different, yo, when you drink it and you consume it, yo. So, you know, keep doing, keep enjoying your coconut water, yo. So watch your mouth. That ain't coconut water. He eats his beats, champ. You're right. He eats his beats with salmon. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, I, I go up next, man. Listen, Shannon, you should watch your mouth when you talking about Mike Tyson. Because to me, I think Mike don't want to take you because yo, bro, you want the juice, man. Let's just keep it 100, man. I feel net on this. You want all kind of pharmacy. I ain't say that. I ain't say that. <laughs> I ain't say that. <laughs> Don't put words in that mouth, homie. All right, all right, all right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Come on, son. You know what I mean? Like, we know you still on all kind of, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, and not to mention, you know, like, yo, he on the juice, bro. I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> and that's why I'm like, but I'm going to keep him on it. And no disrespect to Mike, man. Mike, you you the man. Mike was probably on the juice for that that for that Roy Jones fight too. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I didn't say it, Mike. No, I didn't say it either. But the but the juice that Mike was on was to get him back to fighting shape. She didn't be on that stuff just to kill people in the ring. You know what I'm saying? It's two different. Nah, yo, gee, Mike wasn't on on the juice. He was on steroids. But that's something different. Mike looked like he was on HGH, man. I don't know. At that age, your body ain't supposed to look like that. You know what I mean? But whatever. They all on something. But Mike was like, yo, I don't want to test what he on. You know what I'm saying? Is that, hold on, yep. Yeah. I didn't even know that. If this is true, 
Yo, man, Mike, Mike knew what he was doing, man. I, I can't mess with a dude that messes with John Pascal. That's kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? And Lord forbid, yo, don't let me not find out Big Former Miller is cool with Shannon King. I'm just saying. He is, bro. Yeah, they remember, were training. Yo, remember when Big oh, Former popped for, that, for the third time? He was right. like, small thing, baby. Man, I'll be forgetting. Listen, yeah, the views and opinions of G is just the views and opinions. does not reflect the, the other... Uh, members of the Boston. Yeah, yourself a disclaimer. No, <laughs> listen, man, listen. I don't care what none of y'all saying. He on the juice, fan, but he my man's though. He be on his beats and his salmon mixed with a syringe. You know what I'm saying? But it's all it's okay, man. You know. And rampage. I'm gonna be honest, rampage. You are gonna get violated, son. Like you might beat him in the octagon. You know. Um, you know. But I don't know, man. It all depends, man. If rampage still got it in him, yo, because rampage. You know, he does that Greco-Roman style, the wrestling style. At his age, I don't really know if he's really doing what he's doing out here. You know what I mean? So, um, in the ring, I don't care what any UFC fans is talking about. She ain't going to flatline this dude round one. It's going to be bad. Like, Rampage don't have fast hands, man. Like, he's going to really get hurt. And I don't think he should do it. To be honest, I don't think they should actually sanction this fight. Like, it's going to be really, really bad for Rampage, man. So, the Haitian tacos? <laughs> what was the Haitian taco, yo? Oh, we say he's eating tainted meat. Oh, I got you, got you. Yeah. I mean, oh man, we just eating that 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 dirty grill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Real, but yo, listen, it get views and opinions. Got you, but yeah. So, um, oh, you think uh, he'll take it? Yo, mm-hmm. he looks sluggish for you exactly. Like literally, rampage hasn't been the best. Uh, representation of combat sports in a long, long time, bro. Like, so if he gets in the ring with Shannon, it don't matter how old Shannon is. Shannon still got heavy hands. Like his power is still crazy. So the best thing for for Rampage is to go into deep waters, which I don't think he can go into deep waters. Yeah. I'm saying that Shannon got asthma and all that stuff, but Shannon's gonna sort of try to take him out ASAP. So, I think Shannon take him out quickly, yo. Like Shannon, I, what was his? He, he got knockout record, right? Like, like 16, 18 knockouts in a row. Yeah. First round knockouts in a row. I think it's like first first round knockouts or something like that. Yeah. See, Rampage don't want none of those problems, bro. Especially yeah. for a dude still on the yami. Mean? You be <laughs> the yami. Mean? That's what we got. That's what we was calling the yami. Yo, we ain't gonna call it the juice no more. Yeah, the yami. Yami. Y'all know what we yami. mean. Yo, we got the yeah, I mean, for sale. Yo, boxing bros, yeah, I mean, you hear me? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> go ahead, Katie. You know I mean? <laughs> Look, man, Shannon Ken has been trying to get a fight since I can remember, bro. He's always inserting himself in these little social media wars with someone, calling them a pie, saying he's going to break their jaw, all types of stuff. But it looks like he's finally got someone interested in being a dance partner with him, Curtis. Rampage Jackson. Um, and we'll see what happens with that. Um, both of these guys are past their prime. Um, to be honest, I anticipate this fight being anticlimactic. I can't remember the, the guy's name. I think he may have passed away as well. Well, it was Kimbo Slice versus this other guy in an MMA fight, and the buildup was better than the fight. 
it was like the fight happened and these guys just hugged each other on the floor for like most of it, barely threw punches. You, well, you know who I'm talking about, yeah, it was the brother. It was the brother. Yeah, I forgot. Who, yeah, I can't uh, remember the name. And it was just, they, it was, they were gassed out. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the hype was better than the fight like all the trash talk everything but when they got into the fight let me see in the comment section if anybody oh data that's it yeah, yeah. data 500 yeah, i see yeah that 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 fight was terrible but i remember watching the build-up like oh yo they about to get it in and then i was like yo no lie, I don't. I was like, yo, I would beat both of these dudes. Like, yo, it's just like, yo, it was just terrible. So, like, um, I anticipate something similar to that, man. These guys are past their prime, um, and you know they're looking for a payday if they can generate the hype and, and get in there. You know, I still would give uh, Rampage Jackson the the edge in the octagon because he knows his way around the octagon. And Shannon Cannon Briggs, he's he, he has documented uh, stamina issues, and it takes a lot of stam stamina to grapple and to wrestle more stamina than people really understand. Like you, you, and you don't get like breaks like that. And in like boxing, you can sort of dictate sometimes when to engage, when you don't want to. But when you're grappling and you have someone. You can't just be like, all right, let me catch a few. Nah, they, while you're trying to catch your breath, they're still jocking yeah. and jousting for position. Yeah. yeah. That's like, yeah, wrestling. So. like wrestling exactly. with your lady. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, baby. Uh, all right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't go something. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> you ain't never played wrestling with your lady? No, you I don't know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a different type of stamina. So I would anticipate that. Um, yeah, the views and opinions of Trill, man, uh, do not reflect the boxing rows and all the other faces you see on the screen. But um, yeah, so I honestly think that if they're really going to do this two fight deal, it would be Shannon and Cannon Briggs winning in boxing and Rampage Jackson winning the octagon. The question is, will they even generate enough interest for it to be lucrative? I don't know. Uh, you know, you can let us know in the comment section. Would you pay to see Shannon Cannon Briggs versus uh Rampage Jackson in boxing and then in the octagon? Let us know in the comment section. No, Trilla, Trilla might grab it. Trilla feed it for work right now. Right so, oh man, but yeah, nah, man, that, yo, that's it, man. So, Trilla, uh, close us out. Hey, well, uh. This has been this been fun. Thank you for rocking with us, everybody. Please like and subscribe and check us out on Instagram and Twitter. And please check out our podcast on all major streaming services. That's the Spirit G. That's the TBE. That's my brother, Kaden. And it's me, three times real. That's why my name is Trill. And we are the Boxing Bros. <laughs>